gentlemen, gentlemen. Les McEwen's All right, okay, here. enough with the green room talk. Let's get on with the podcast. Here we go. Quiet in the studio. Ages. No swearing now, please. Quiet. Here we go. Well, good evening, good morning, good night, whatever. <laughs> good afternoon. This is Abfab, a.k.a. Jonathan Stark. Shut up. I know who I am. Shut up or I'm going to mute you. I know who I am. This is Abfab, a.k.a. Jonathan Starkey. And on the podcast tonight, we have that wonderful man, the man of the facts. We have Statsman. Say hello, Stats. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How are we? And he does know who he is. His name is Mr. Mark Hartley. And we have the gazelle. Go on. A.K.A. Trevor Nichols. Say hello, sir. Little touch of frost. Hello, good evening, and welcome. There you go. And, yeah, we have to suffer him. He is here. He's the one that always keeps on getting interrupted and gets muted regularly. Here we go. Go ahead. The Raven, a.k.a. Steve Ingram. Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're ready for this absolutely fabulous experience of total nutcase uh, uh, hour, because that's basically what it is. Well, it's not quite an hour. It's, it's not, not going to be an hour. hour. We can't. Because it, it's not half an hour. He makes it up as it goes along. It starts when he likes, finishes when he likes, and that's it. <laughs> right, yeah. okay. Well, there you go. That's the end of the introductions, and you're not going to be having that for much longer, I can assure you. It's going to be changing because we're going to be going video. Now, that's going to be yeah. a problem. <laughs> it's going to be frightening for some of the viewers. Well, looking there's at going you. to be... Lots, that's gonna, all I can say. We're going to have to employ some makeup lady, especially for you, Raven. More like a plastic surgeon. <laughs> I saw a plastic surgeon the other day. He looked real. <laughs> we can't tell the difference if you've been... <laughs> It didn't work. Money back. <laughs> no, no refunds. Oops. Okay. No, I I think that we all need if we apart from stats, we all need <laughs> liposuction. If we could get that, excuse me, one cheaply second. in the UK, we'd be okay. I'll just show the the. the uh, oh the, no no the, no! Uh, we don't want to it. see anything. We don't want to see anything. This is my goal. This is <laughs> what I bought this week. Oh yeah, my god! Like is that a picture of you on the front? You it liar. will be me. <laughs> the ultimate body plan. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, Jesus. Oh, put, put that up again. How do you how do you, how do you superimpose his body on my head? <laughs> Have you done that? <laughs> we're, That's supposed that to be, stuff. we're supposed to be a font of truth on this podcast. <laughs> well, this, that no. is the vision of the future. You have to imagine this what, in your Tre head. And Trevor's just future. <laughs> I think That's as far as it'll go in our heads. <laughs> in our heads. <laughs> oh, okay, let's go. Right, okay. Suella Braverman goes after woke cops and orders a review into police activism. How about that? Oh, how many times have we heard this sort of thing? <laughs> no, it's just another soundbite, isn't it? <laughs> it's just yeah. ridiculous. It's impossible you know? to believe anything that these people are saying. They're just, they're just saying things to make them sound good, but in actual fact, they're not doing anything. Go ahead, Mark, go ahead. What is it she's done again? She sent them a letter. 
but it was an email on email oh sorry yeah here's the truth she goes after the woke cops by saying you know she orders a review into political activism and impartiality within law enforcement but the federation says the police should not be used as a political football what well why are they engaging in political sort of mantra Ah. on many occasions it's all right for them is it great question great question Uh, they've they've also got crime commissioners who were um, voted in I don't think you can get more political, could you, really? Correct, correct, oh. correct. Uh, so, But the Met Police have responded. They've said that they're going to ban woke ideology in the force. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Does that involve bringing to an end these supporting of these yearly parades? Well, oh, yeah. they actually last a month, don't they? Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. I doubt it. So there's going to be no equality and inclusion and diversity then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, well, there you go. What about this in talking in geopolitics? Proud Boys leader Joe Biggs is sentenced to 17 years for the Capitol riot in America. Uh, Mm -hmm. Any comments on that? Yeah, they do it proper over there, don't they? (laughs) What do you mean they do it proper? I think that was the problem they didn't, did they? They didn't get it sorted. It didn't happen. I mean, did they really take over the capital? No, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. But I'm saying when they jail them, they jail them properly. Not like over here, they mm. jail them for 20 years and give them only four years. Yeah, well, okay. the, the, other, the other guy who was actually the leader, he's look at the, they want him banged up for 33 years. He wasn't even there. No. He was banned from attending. Well, it's just another indication. I mean, I like to watch what's going on in American politics. Because whatever's happening there is going to travel the waters and start to affect what's going on over here. Go ahead, Mark. I think they've realised that their only weakness now, it's actually voting because they got voted out once before. So, you know, through old style of democracy, they've got to stop that, haven't they? So it's all about just taking down the MAGA movement. Yeah. And they've got to get That's what they're trying to do. Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, I was just going to say... um, uh, and into what Mark's saying there, they are basically trying to undermine uh, Trump even further. And the timing of this and the severity of the sentence is, um, in my view, rather well-connected to give a message. Oh, yeah. That's what it's all about. Right, okay. he gets in again and he just pardons him, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, okay. Let's move on. Rishi Sunak has got a new director of strategy. Anybody know about that one? Whoever it is, he'll be a Oh, well, in actual fact, he is what they call one of the greatest treaders of water. His name is Jamie Njuku Goodwin, and he was the former chief executive of UK Music, because he's, he's left that now. But he was a former special advisor to Matt Hancock. So he's going to be a winner. <laughs> oh, it fills you with optimism, doesn't it? Well, the only comment that I can make is that UK music is no further ahead after three years with him at the helm. So if Rishi Sunak is thinking he's going to be the answer to all his problems as director of strategy, he's banking on actually winning at the next election, which isn't going to happen in my opinion. So there you have it. Anyway, so that's a comment on that. Right, what is the real reason 
that Ken Bruce left the BBC. More money. Anybody BBC else? BBC liars fake news. Anybody else? Did he leave or was he pushed? Well, he was fed up of the broadcaster actually asking him to play music that he didn't like. He's still upset that BBC bosses made him quit early to stop him bad-mouthing colleagues on air. <laughs> Go but ahead, still Mark. took the money for 20 years, didn't he? Well, you know, he'd been there. Go ahead, Mark. I'm sure in most jobs, your job is to keep your customers happy. Is that correct? And do what your boss says. Correct. You're not there just to play your own music, though, are you? I can see where he's coming from, because this modern music is pretty garbage. It is garbage. There's but no then, two ways about it. I'm still in yeah, 1979 yeah. with the jam. That's where I am. Yeah. Maybe they've just noticed that the figures are going down, the listeners, and they were trying to fix it. Well, the people that have taken over him in his slot have been losing customers by the hundreds of thousands. I didn't say it was going to work. No, I just no. said that was the plan. <laughs> well, I was actually listening to him the other day and didn't realise it was him on some radio station, which yeah, I didn't know oh, what it was. He's he's on another radio station. and He's he done took, another one, yeah. He took his great, great competition with him. So He's also on the television now as well. Um, and I think, to be quite honest with you, all of us really have great radio faces rather than <laughs> for suitable for screen. What do you mean That's all of us? Don't include well, me uh, in that. Except myself, of course. That's an insult. That's an insult. Somebody join in and jump in on him and beat him up. Uh, that's well, just... Obviously because, uh, you know, we all know Raven has a beak. I mean, that. <laughs> he definitely has a beak. There's no two ways about that. <laughs> all right, talking about beaks and turrets and weapons and ammunition, what does anybody think of Grant Shapps being the new... <laughs> Secretary of State for Defence. Oh, I'm going to build a bunker now. Yeah, frightening. That's all I can say. I cannot work that out. I mean, how many jobs has that had that guy had in the last year? It's got to be at least four. I think it's five things on there. Yeah, I think he's on. Yeah, I think this is the fifth actually, if I remember. Well, he said correctly the other day. He says defence is safe with me. I'm sure the Americans are really, really pleased that he's there. Yeah. I bet they are. And did anybody see that? <laughs> did anybody see yeah. that video of him when he he had actually Bill Gates in the background stalking him no. on a video? I tell you, uh, every every time I look at these things, the same with Injuku Goodwin and the rest. Of them, they are just simply feathering their own nests and making contacts. That's it. You know, that's what it's all about now. Sound bites, that is what it's feathering all about, yeah. Like I said earlier, he's had more jobs than uh, the Conservatives have had Prime Ministers this year. That's right. Go ahead, Stats. I've always wondered why it's called defence, because we, we are really on the attack, mostly, aren't we? You know, Britain and America. We're not defending much, are we? No. Just go to other people's countries and mess them up. I think that they're purposely diminishing our ability to defend ourselves. Because we're down to about 80,000 troops now. Do you know what I read? We've got something like 35 like fleet commanders and only about 19 vessels. Just, that's unbelievable. 19? It's not much of a navy, is it? No. Now, actually, can I suggest we oh. do this as a bit of a, a feature on one show, actually, and look at the, uh, the state of our armed forces in terms of capacity? I think this is a serious issue, to be honest. Serious? It's way oh, serious. Yeah. Way serious. And I'm just, I mean, we've only got, well, I'd say two to three years 
and then we basically get all the migrants and we put them all into the army and we've got an absolutely massive force. Oh, don't give them boats to use, for goodness sake. No, no, they'll all be going to war in dinghies. Because <laughs> they're doing it now and they're winning. Of course they are. They're winning. Well, they're better than our Navy, Oh yeah. They? Oh, yeah. And nowhere to be seen, are they? Assisted by the RNLI. Mm, should be defending our waters, but they've uh, disappeared. That'll be why. There's none left. Well, what about this? There's a massive rush to stop two million grant to mosque with alleged extremist history. So a mosque that has decades-long history of alleged extremism and hate speech includes an imam who gave a sermon on how to stone women correctly, is handed two million grand before civil servants rush to freeze it. And this is in Birmingham. Birmingham's mm. Green Lane Mosque was awarded the grant to build a youth centre. Has it been stopped? Well, Has it been stopped? Mm, they've, they've managed to just stop it at £70,000 so far. That's what I heard. No, 77,000. You know, the officials have transferred 77,000 to the mosque before an anti-extremism group called Focus on Western Islamism raised the alarm. The rest of the award was halted when FWI, which is the Focus on Western Islamism, appeared to present evidence showing how the mosque's clerics promoted hate speech. Go ahead, Mark. Meanwhile, those who've tried to, you know, warn people about some of these terrorists we've had in this country coming from these mosques have been ostracised, have been made enemies of the state. Correct. No longer live in the country. Have no bank accounts. Can't see the families. Correct. And that's the way we treat people now, is it? I'm sorry, but why are these mosques still open? I don't know. Probably just asking for it. Yeah. Well, still letting in preachers who are preaching this stuff quite regular. Indeed. Meanwhile, people who want to come from other countries to discuss this are not allowed in. Well, it's definitely, definitely another indication of broken Britain. I don't mean to be a downer, but it really is. If you think about it, after 13 years of a conservative government, is this country supposed to look the way that it is now? Oh, look at Steve. What's the matter? What are you shaking for? Do you want to go to the toilet, Steve? Do you want to shake it? You're shaking that pen. Do you want to go to the toilet? Go to the toilet if you want to. Go. Stop. Let's replace the phrase broken Britain with betrayed Britain. And it isn't just the Conservatives. It's both mainstream parties, including the tag-along Liberals. Well, they've Dems, done nothing about it at all, have they? Who These parties, for decades and decades and decades, have sold the British people down the river. Poor economy, uncontrollable migration. Right? These are things that they're not doing anything about. You know, I, COVID and Ukraine, well, you know, they're just like excuses, aren't they? Be honest. They're not explanations. Go ahead, Trevor. No. Of course they're excuses. The frightening thing to me, oh, look, a duck. <laughs> the frightening thing to me, let's, let's look at it in five years and then let's look at it in ten years. That is frightening to me. Where have we come in the last five years? This migration is completely out of control. Yep, totally. They're even taking over students' halls of residence now to fill with the migrants. So where are we going to be in five years? 
is it going to be everybody with a spare bedroom? Yeah. Think about it. It's not beyond realms. Okay, stats, go ahead. We've had terrorism in this country for, oof, well, Islamic terrorism for about 20 years, so that's not getting better either, is it? No, not at no. all. So we'll keep funding these uh, extremists. Yippee. Man, it doesn't surprise me because we were funding them all in wars in Syria and, and all that anyway, weren't we? Let's face it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve, mm. go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to say something which I think all of us at some point to, to, to some degree in, in various ways have said. And uh, I think it's time that people stopped voting, not only for the Conservative Party, but for the Labour Party. If anybody thinks, just touching on what Trevor has mentioned, which we've repeatedly spoken about for a couple of years now, the levels of immigration into this country, both legal and illegal, are off the scale. This country cannot tolerate it, it cannot handle it. It's unacceptable. You don't know who's coming in. We're talking about organisations now being given huge amounts of funding for them to be discovered as having alleged questionable links with the past. And it's time now for people to stand up and put themselves forward as independent candidates or stand for another party that is actually going to defend the United Kingdom. Well, totally agree with you, Steve. There's only reform. We've got a plan, a six-point plan to stop this. <laughs> we knew he was going to say that. We've so got to vote reform at the next election. You got to do something except vote Tory and vote Labour because they're not doing anybody any good. There's almost it's the same a, vote. a quarter of a million people living on the streets, you know, in tents. And we've got these illegal migrants living in four star hotels with three meals a day. You know, it's just, it's, I, I don't know what it is. Do these politicians not understand? Do they not get the message? Go ahead, Stats. No. Give us some common sense to what's going on. Well, these political parties, in my opinion, are like toilet paper. Doesn't matter which side you use, you end up with crap. Yeah. Mm. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Good point. There has to be an agenda because it isn't common sense. No, it's not common sense. There's something definitely, well, there has definitely to not be right. An agenda. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Right, okay, well, that kind of, apart from a few other stories which have just uh, come in today, Birmingham City Council has effectively <laughs> declared bankruptcy. Wow. I was expecting it to be Warrington, to be honest with you. I totally agree with you. And we've actually got rid of all our um, electoral commission agents and managers, etc. at the moment, yep. which is, I think is a fantastic idea, considering we're coming up in six months to an election. A local election, certainly, in May. Well, I tell you. I'm sure they're one of the biggest local authorities in Europe. Yeah, yeah, Birmingham are, yeah. Mm. Oh, dear. Did you know that there are foreign interests who run the administration of certain councils? Did you know that? That doesn't surprise me one bit. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, it won't be the type of foreign countries we'd want, though, is it? Well, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Not even rarely, but you know. Well, the final story of the roundup is a red wall Tory goes on BBC Radio 4's Woman's Hour to demand a dedicated minister for men, warning that they have been neglected amid drive for equality. And when I say equality, I mean equality with who? Trans women? <laughs> I haven't got it. Sorry, Jonathan, just say who's called for this, please. Nick Fletcher who represents Don Valley, 
He appeared on the flagship programme arguing that males have been neglected amid the drive for equality. He pointed out that men tended to die younger and made up 96% of the prison population. I think actually he appears to be echoing the, the many viewpoints of Jordan Peterson, who has said on many occasions that men should be exactly that, men and also stand up for women and children, masculinity, do the right thing, be gentlemen, stand up for defending your country and your heritage and many other things in the traditional way. So I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson. Well, he he commented, he said, I see an awful lot of young boys and young men out there with little aspiration. Life is not giving the best opportunities, and they tend to be neglected by lots of people within the authority and also government as a whole. We need to be addressing this. Well, I can honestly say that we have very, very few people in government with any real testicles, and that's the truth. So they are few and far between to be found in cabinet. They have no balls. But there you go. That's my feeling about that. Anybody else? Yeah, so we are finally getting to near the end of the road with all this scenario. Yep. It, your trans, etc. It will only run a certain course. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it's got to stop. And we are getting there now anyway. That's the main thing. And also, I mean, the, the biggest problem within the Birmingham Council that you've just mentioned, Jonathan, is that uh, it was the Equality Bill that broke the camel's back. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What about that? The 700 million bill that they had to pay the, the dinner ladies, etc. Oh, yeah. Um, to bring them up to equal pay to the rest of the council workers, which is completely right, I should say. But okay. that's what did it. Can we have stats come in on there? So will you give way? Most definitely. There you Thank go. you very much, sir. I like what Trevor said. Yeah, I think it might be coming close to the end. I think we should push it to the end. I reckon we should push this diversity to its full conclusion. And push I think it off Dover Cliffs along no, no. with the, uh, the, the Romaniacs. No, what we need to do is we need more diversity in jobs such as oil oil drilling, sewage flushing, loggers and tree surgeons, firefighters, landmine removals, miners, construction workers, oh, power lines, utilities, that's another good one, and high-rise window cleaning. Let's see until, how they do that I in their it, high heels. Till I see all the trans and, and the more women and it's all equal doing all that. Yeah. I'll be happy. Yeah. That's what Jordan Peterson happen, says. That's virtually impossible to do because I did a bungee jump in high heels and it wasn't very good. <laughs> you notice there's only certain industries they want this in so they can control them. But they'll uh, leave all those alone so the world still functions, yeah? Correct. It's all an absolute misnomer. Broken Britain, and it's about to get fixed because it's going full circle. Right, okay, let's move on to the big story of the day. What does everybody think about those schools that are being closed because of concrete that is suspected to be like aero bars? Just incredible, isn't it? The timing of it. They could have done it right at the beginning of the holidays, but oh no, 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 no. They're not going to do it then because that's the MPs. Two months holiday break. Indeed, indeed. Stats, go ahead. Mm. They could have done this decades ago. So you're looking at buildings that were going to last 30 years in the 50s and 60s. You're lucky they're still standing. But the problem is, is they've both been too busy arguing with each other since the 90s, etc. Neither of the parties have done a thing, have they? 
And I'm hearing Labour going on about, oh, we were, we had the building schools programme. That didn't fix them. So I'm not having any of that. It's just being used as a political football. And it shouldn't because it's our children's future and lives at stake here. And it's just another example of this, closing the schools, the grade inflation, deflation, the gender nonsense, all these political theories, lack of role, male role models in schools. There's no discipline. There's no funding. Half yeah. the boys have got some kind of disorder or something. Education's in a total mess, and it's going to continue and let we let these utter failures in government. This is what I don't understand. I mean, Gillian uh, exactly. Keegan, uh, you know, uh, did anybody see that interview with her at the BBC where she actually swore? She thought the yeah. thought the mics were off, and she was swearing afterwards. Yeah, we <laughs> had that problem with the Raven. <laughs> the mics on. Excuse me, Mister. <laughs> but the thing, the thing so, is, so anybody let, else? Yeah, let's open a book. Let's see. How long is Gillian Keegan going to last? I, <laughs> but anybody that actually swears when they're talking to civil servants are immediately put on a restrictive contact list. Who was she talking about? And she's swearing there. Now, that's a minister swearing. And you have to sit back and you say, well, okay, what kind of an example is that setting? And what happens... When civil servants, because it gives a complete demonstration of what happens when civil servants are spoken to in that way and nobody says anything. And I'm not defending civil servants because I think some of them are the laziest pieces of work going. Because you didn't say what she said. Well, And also, she's been out for a drink, me, my MP, shall I? She hasn't. She wouldn't be seen dead having a drink with. Not drinking with Shillop. No, 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 no way, no way, no way, no way. Where's your proof? Where's your empirical evidence, sir? I don't believe it. Picture after. Okay, stats. Go ahead. I think the swearing thing again is just another distraction. It's nothing that the every day man doesn't say, day in day out. Correct. I'm sorry, but like. She's just probably a bit more down to earth and some of the other stuck-up people in there. Well, let's go back to the actual problem. So all we're getting here now is attack ads and, and political slogans. Yeah, yeah. No, no, kids deserve action and money spent on these schools rather than net zero and all these housing these illegals. Again, for the decades, nothing's happened. So we could do with find out who built them. Well, indeed, we need a list. Who authorised so it was the Labour Conservative governments over the 50s and 60s, whatever. But when you go it, back, Labour tried to correct the problem. They but did they haven't, try though, have they? But they didn't. Not been, they didn't but it's succeed. not been corrected, so Sorry they're to failures again. You. Sorry to interrupt they're, you. Go ahead. They're, they're failures again. And again, to me, this is more proof that political parties need to be scrapped. Parliament should work as one for the people, for the public, for the good yeah. of us. Again, and anyone who votes for them, I'm sorry, but you're responsible for them selling us down the river. I'm feeding our children to the wolves again. Yeah. I'm not being funny, though. I was literally in a building the other day that was over a 1,000 years old. Okay, it got renovated and things happened to it during the 1780s, 1900s. It's main structure. Yeah, and it's being used. It houses students. So it's now, it was a castle. Now it's like university uh, housing. They'll soon be gone. I was literally stood in a 1,000-year-old Norman like monastery type of thing, like a... Um, that was it called, Structure. you know. That's it, yeah. That looked okay. That was still standing. But you can't build a school because you use aero concrete. That's right. That's right. Sorry, I, but head, head should roll again for this, but there's no accountability, is there? No one's going to fix it. They're just going to argue it, about it, aren't they? Before I bring Steve in there, let's just make it clear that it isn't just schools that were built using this concrete. 
there were lots of buildings that were built. Now, this could actually be stretching to shopping precincts. It could be stretched to flats, other buildings, council buildings. You name it, there was lots of stuff you know, used. I bet it's not Parliament. No. Just before Steve comes in, see, it was a normal cha- Norman chapel. The thing is, we discussed all this, didn't we? Architecture and buildings on our preserving our identity and talked about how hideous and they were, oh, not just hideous, but they fall to pieces. Yeah, Amazing. absolutely. It's showing wow. it. Wow. And the, the how main, have we gone from... Sorry, go on. The main point that needs to be made is that they knew about this at the beginning of their tenancy at Parliament, mm-hmm. in government. So, uh, quite simply, they didn't do anything to invest. Go ahead, Steve. Two points. First of all, let's not forget we're spending £4 billion a year currently housing illegal migrants. Secondly, buildings that were built hundreds of years ago that Mark is talking about, that I'm a massive fan of, likewise, and have been for, for, for decades, really, those buildings that were constructed hundreds of years ago were done so on the basis that everybody wanted to build something to, that lasted, that was very strong, that was architecturally sound in its foundations and its structure, but not only that, displayed a level of craftsmanship that represented the ethics and morals of not only the people who built them, but the times during they were built also. The buildings that we build during the past, I would say, 50 or 60 years are nothing more than an example of the shoddy standards of our society as a whole. Yeah, yeah. And we now pay the price. And you pay the price in many, many ways when you set very low standards. That's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. I like the way that um, Sarah Vine said it. So literally, this government has been found guilty by the public once again of failing, quite literally, to fix the roof while the sun is shining. They literally. did nothing. They did it's nothing. It's not just the Conservatives. I'm not defending them. No, no, it's, it's not, not just the two main parties I for the know, past 60 I or 70 know, years. I know, I know, the I know. The country's a shambles. I know, I know. Go ahead, Stats. Yeah, like Steve said, they, we used to build buildings for future generations and for the community. That's exactly what the Victorians and the Edwardians did. And what are we building them for now? Political point scoring. Oh, look, we've built some new schools. Yeah, but what about the hospitals? They're only going to last 30 years. 30 years goes like that. Yeah, think about the hospitals. You know what I mean? Oh, them. Oh, let's hope they didn't make the hospitals of them. They did. (laughs) This is exactly... They did actually make the hospitals of them. They did. So rather than attacking the woman who's now saying she's going to fix it, but probably isn't, so we'll wait till she does and then we'll attack her. We should be looking at who and why this this happened in the first place and stop it from happening again. And let's not forget police stations as well. Oh. They were made out of this. But they don't bother. Did they build um, the Houses of Parliament out of it? No, no, no. Shame. No, no, no. no they, they that'll stand there. for time to come because it was probably... <laughs> and they also found the money to do all those renovations to the Houses of Parliament. Mm, they didn't use aero concrete, did they? No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. no, of course not. Okay, well, let's bring that one to a close and let's mm. go on to the local. Now, I'm sure that Mr. Oh. Nichols will have something to say about this, but there's a police probe into Orford Park incident where a man asks 
<laughs> literally asks, is it to take pictures or what have you, or asks about children? What What is it? Oh, he wants no? He's asking the child's name and asking if he could kiss her. Oh, what? Disgusting. Who's going to lead on this? Go on, Trevor. Yeah, well, it's just another uh, Warrington's bizarre kissing request. <laughs> another bizarre incident in Warrington Street. Oh. I noticed the Raven oh. didn't join on this. And there you no, go. No, no, no. It, it's it's it, it's, it's another one from um, from our previous podcast about the kicking in the groin request. Remember well, that one? Yeah. I mean, Trevor, it's, it's, Trevor, can I interject and ask, do we know the identity of this individual? No. Yes, I'll go on to that in a minute. Yes. Uh, For once, yeah. Yes, no, yeah. yes, no. Well, uh, just first off, just to set Trevor going, police have confirmed that they are investigating a suspicious and disturbing incident in a Warrington Park. Go ahead, Trevor. In, in Alford Park. If anybody local knows it, it was next to the pond in the park. <sighs> We now have a stranger in Alford Park. Last Friday this happened. He was asking a toddler inappropriate questions. And he was asking her, he was, well, he was generally asking her her name. She was walking with her dad through the park, so I'm not quite sure where her dad was. She obviously walked off nearer the pond to have a look. And he was asking her name, and he asked if he could kiss her. <laughs> like I say, it's just bizarre to the other incident the other week. Now, weird, weird. Please, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't condone violence in any way, but if if that had been my daughter, the only kiss he would have had is kissing my fist. <laughs> or a Kirby kiss. A Kirby kiss, yeah. I mean... Or a Glasky kiss. The, the police arrived shortly afterwards to report, the, to report on the uh, suspicious activity, sorry. Well, now there's a first, isn't it? The police turned up. Oh, wow. Now, the man was described as being an Asian man in his 30s. Really? Uh, now, I, Asian? Again, Asian? An Asian-looking an Asian guy in his 30s, yeah. Now, uh, we'll, we'll just repeat this because anyone, anybody with any informa information are to come forward by calling 101 and quoting IML 163-4840. So that's if anybody's got any information about this particular thing, because it was a resident who marched him off. So he'll obviously have a, a better description of him. So if you can ring 101, quoting IML 163-4840. Now, I, I want to put my own little twist on this, because I, I think it might be a budding politician. <laughs> because they go around, like going around kissing babies, don't they? There you go. And he just so wants to get some to practice in. in that direction. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Steve. What's uh, sorry, mate? Yeah, I'm just yeah. You. I just want to say, uh, first of all, I think uh, everybody in that area should take uh, extra care because clearly there is a rise in uh, unacceptable things going on, and actually potentially very dangerous. I think it's right that the community gets together. I would suggest some public meetings and, and organising some um, sort of campaigns uh, awareness and making sure the kids know where they are, know how to to yeah, uh, protect yeah. themselves yeah, and things that. like that. So I think there should be some community things going on in relation to this. I'm sure there will be down there. I mean, Go the ahead. problem is, Steve, that when you've got a town like ours that's grown at such a massive rate, it's doubled, the population has doubled in, what, within um, certainly eight years that I know of. 
Um, and these are the problems that come with it. Well, we don't know who's coming into every town and city across the country, do we, Trevor? This is the thing. Go ahead, Stats. Final comment on this, and we're going to move on to Lucy Letby, which is another local. Go on. Feels like I'm repeating myself again, but this is our future now if we don't change the way we vote and people don't put themselves forward Yeah. rather than these lots of failures because this is another instance of feeding the kids to the wolves. Yeah. You get red or vote red or blue and you're importing nonsense. I'm sorry, but... uh, yeah. We've got enough of our own, to be honest. I don't think we need more imported. And they're pretty brazen about it, too. It's just really worrying, like. It's just a it's completely worrying. different culture. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, judge to lead Lucy Letby inquiry announced by the Home Secretary. How about that? Well, is this going to be a statutory inquiry now? It is now. Exactly. Now, you remember on the, uh, yeah. on the last podcast, I, yeah. I, I made a comment that it should be a statutory inquiry. So this is why have, I brought this up. This yeah. is why I brought this up because I, I we're not in any way taking any credit or attempting to. But isn't it ironic that after we say many things, not just this, but many other things on this podcast, all of a sudden it happens. Various things appear to change. Yeah, yeah. Now, in my view, and I did say it on the podcast when we spoke about the um, horrific incidents that were had taken place. Well, let me just correct something. It wasn't. It wasn't announced by the Home Secretary. It was. I meant to say it was announced by the Health Secretary, Steve Barkley, and right. it's going to be Lady Justice Thurwall, right? And she's a senior judge and a senior barrister. So, you know, they're going to have the legal powers to compel witnesses. Now, that's going to be a good thing because we're going to bring back the leaders, you know, of Countess of Chester Hospital to come back and explain themselves because they are definitely going to get some really, really awkward questions about what went on, and they're not going to like it. You know, they're not going to well, like it at all. Go ahead, Trevor. You do realise that the, the, the fellow that headed, that was the head of there, has been offered a new job in London, by the way. Oh, don't. So he's just gone on to another massive, massive income with no accountability again indeed indeed steve go ahead and then i hope this inquiry in some capacity facilitates not only an opening of the truth and an expose of who was responsible and failed in their duty yeah but i hope it is also a mechanism for potential further prosecutions of failings oh yeah i Uh, really do anything anything that could actually possibly give some form of accountability even affecting them to get their pensions because i think there were failings at the top you know that's my opinion if that is the case they shouldn't get them and secondly in my view very strong view prosecutions if deemed necessary due to potential failings to act should be initiated well i can say i can say that the actual move to make it a statutory inquiry is a good one. Go ahead, Stats, you had something yeah. to say. Well, there needs to be some ca- accountability. The, someone was literally killing babies on their watch. Yeah. Will this be a case of us actually getting some finally? I'm not confident, but it's a step in the right direction, isn't it, I suppose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not you know, I totally agree with you. No. Well, I just don't want to hear his phrases like lessons will be learned and the usual no, no, nonsense not interested one in action. That. We want to we see action. accountability. I mean... There is one ray of light, and that is that both the health secretary and the shadow health secretary, West Streeting, 
commended the Countess whistleblowers, such as Dr. Stephen Brary, which we mentioned, and Dr. Ravi Jairam, for speaking out, with Mr. Streeting condemning the fact that colleagues were forced to apologise to Letby for raising such concerns. Now, they were forced to apologise by the executive of the Countess of Chester. Now, they might have their own reasons for doing that. Go ahead, Stance. I don't know if that was the point, but that should have been the point where they said, stuff your apology, I'm going to go and blab. Then maybe this would have... Uh, they could have saved more lives. Wouldn't have escalated, would it? Yeah. No. Mm. Well, Ellesmere Port and Neston MP Justin Madders said, there is no doubting the impact this has had on the whole community. He said that as a constituency MP, when I was briefed by the management at the time these issues first emerged, I can say that there was a very different picture painted to the one that we're seeing today. Now, that is very indicative of certain things. Go ahead, Stats, and then we're going to move on to Raven. Isn't it convenient? A lot of people are saying, oh, there was a totally different picture painted and no one was acting on that information. This is what happens. This is what mm, happens. They're all coming out now going, oh, isn't it terrible? Yeah. That's covering the backsides, to be honest, I think. Indeed, indeed. Go mm. ahead, Raven. It's interesting that Justin Madders, the MP for Ellesmere Port and Neston, is making these public comments, but since calling for an inquiry, the Chester MP, has she stated anything further or condemned anything or raised any points similar to Justin Madders? Yeah, she's... No, she's been on her holidays. No, 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 she, uh, she did say that she was happy things are moving in the right direction. I think that was the, the you know the context of her communications. The, the the problem is that these people are always talking after the fact when they should have been proactive in looking into things because they get the they get the tip offs, they get the nods about certain things. Go ahead, stats. Well, I'd love to know then what picture was painted. What picture could possibly have excused the fact that Loads of children with diamond they don't normally. Correct. What what picture what on earth picture? I'm sorry, but I'm just I'm just not having that. So there was all these MPs and all these other people who knew as well. What picture was painted? Oh, they all just died by accident, did they? Well we this don't, is, don't look into it properly, no. This stinks. is the thing. It absolutely stinks, it's, it's I'm sorry. Stinks. But it's not only here the children, babies. What about what's going on in other children's wards throughout the country? So there needs to be an investigation into all of that. Quickly, Steve, and then we're going to go on to the uh, shout-outs and shout-outs. I want to say, effectively, that um, what you've just said there is that why aren't people in public office proactive when things are reported? Why is it that whenever we've made issues or other people have made issues, not just to do with hospitals, but all sorts of issues, they quite often get those issues kicked into the long grass. And this is a problem because anybody, we've said this many times, anybody who says anything or reports anything or wants to raise a legitimate public interest issue is either ignored or vilified. And this culture in this country has to stop because, again, once again, here are the devastating consequences of failing to act. Indeed. Final word, stats. It's bravery gets you shunned, doesn't it? Get you cancelled now. Rather than, you know, being a hero and doing the right thing. Exactly. That's so exactly what happens. We live in an upside-down, backwards world, and we really need to turn it back around because 
this is really frustrating me now. Indeed. Trevor, the very, very last word. Yeah, just to round it all up, as I keep saying, you will never change anything in this country until you change the voting system and the two-party monopoly of it. Got to get rid of them. I agree. I agree. Well, there you go. Okay, there it is. There's the bell, and it's not a fire. We're hoping to set fire in Steve's pocket. Steve, come on. Let's go. Get what? to the bar. No. Spitting feathers here, Stevie. Come on. Well, you'll be Digital feathers, feathers for a long time. Chop, I've got chop. a few nice strings here for myself in my office. Uh, yeah, we witnessed. Myself, we've seen that. We've seen that. Well, over on my cabinet, which you can't see, but it's over there. Yeah, well, nobody can a, see anything in that room because it's so dark. Well, I've got 11 bottles of very, very fine whiskey over there, plus a, a number of other very nice drinks as well. My office is a little haven from a mad, mad world. And, I uh, bet it's you. okay. I bet oh, you. Yeah. A conservative. Yeah. Right, Me. okay. Well, in- <laughs> <laughs> give us some shout-outs and shout-downs. I'm going to shout down Jamie and Juku Goodwin because I don't think he's going to be any good as a director of strategy. And I also think he's going to get rewarded for what will appear to be failure. So there you go. That's my shout down. Go ahead. Anybody else? Stats. Going to give you the first hit. Thanks very much. You know what? I'm going to just do a bit of wisdom, I think, today. Just wasted on here. Well, I don't know. So a long time ago, we had empires run by emperors. Then we had kingdoms run by kings. Now we have countries. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Go ahead, Trevor. I like that. I like that. Go ahead, Trevor. Yeah, my shout-out is to uh, Warrington Police for attending the incident in the park within three days. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Very good. Stevie. Right, mine is just a nice little phrase. Quite relevant, actually. It's, It's a quote, Marcus Aurelius. Now, in every decision, consider the ripple effect it will have on future generations. How many times have we said things along those lines? Indeed, indeed. Here we go. Well, that was another nice podcast. The fact that the Raven was here kind of like put a smudge on it, but you know, there we go. Ah, oh, charming. He went to the. Uh, he wrote a book, you know, on how to win friends and influence people. Well, the alternative one by Jonathan. I'm not Jonathan looking to be Minas friends Hell with you. That's Starkey. it. Yeah, I'm not looking to be friends with you. Do you want to be muted or what? Shut no, up. I'm not really. I don't really care. Okay, well, muted. Oh, he nearly got through the whole show. Show as well. without being muted. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> no. no cigar. Go ahead. Say good night. Goodbye. Avida Zane. Good afternoon. Go ahead, Statsman. Say hello. Goodbye, listeners, and goodbye, gentlemen. Been a pleasure. Okay. Trevor. Say good night, goodbye, hello, whoever, whatever. Yes, okay, good night, chats and chat fesses, wherever you may be. Okay, well, that was quick. All right, Raven, go ahead. You've got a chance to get your own back now. Go ahead. Well, mine is for my friends due to my favourite place to holiday now in Wales, and it's all to my friend, uh, my friends over in Wales, everywhere. All Wales is now my best friends everywhere. Okay. Bumri Bobamsa. I I'll appreciate that. I do. You anything to do with this sheep, would it? Actually, you know uh, what? I, I, I just want to know. Right. 
does he think that they're friends and do they think that they're his friends <laughs> nope. I want to know. he's going on holiday let's go on holiday let's go to england while he's here <laughs> just after his money <laughs>